Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin Lesson 24. Welcome to Lesson 24 of Dim Sum Mandarin, the fourth episode of Module 3, where you'll pick up contextual Mandarin in bite-sized chunks. We hope that you've been enjoying the new language points that we've gone through, as well as getting to know James, Guangxiang, and Li Jing better. In each lesson, starting from Module 3, there's a conversation between James, Guangxiang, and Li Jing. With the free version of the podcast, after listening to the dialogue, we'll go through a summary of the dialogue. With the summary, you'll be able to get a sense of what the trio has been talking about. However, to enhance and get more out of your learning experience, we suggest that you check out the extended version of the podcast in which we will go through line by line the vocabulary and grammar points used in the dialogue. To get more information about our premium memberships, please head over to www.dimsummandarin.com If you have not done so, do click on the subscribe button in iTunes or any other podcast app you might be using. When subscribed, you'll receive our weekly lessons every Thursday. If you are already a subscriber of Dim Sum Mandarin and have enjoyed the show, we would then like to ask you to leave us a review on iTunes. Every review we receive gives us great encouragement and also help to promote the podcast to other Mandarin learners. To find other like-minded friends to learn Mandarin with, you can also join the Dim Sum Mandarin community on our Facebook fans page. Alright, let's get into lesson 24. In this lesson, we'll learn another use of le as well as how to talk about your age. You might be wondering why we have left out this important aspect of yourself till now, and that's because sentences concerning age usually involve le as well. In lesson 22, we've seen le used in situations where an action or event has occurred and is completed. In this lesson, we focus on the part of le where the action or event has started or occurred but is not necessarily completed. For example, we might want to say, I watched TV for three hours. In Mandarin, that could be expressed as, 我看了三个小时电视. Let's break that sentence down a bit. We have the subject, I or 我, and then the structure that includes the verb, plus the time duration, plus the object. In this sentence, the verb is kan or to watch. The object is shi or TV. And the time duration is 三个小时, or three hours, where 小时 is the word for an hour when we are quantifying a particular length of time. So that's 我看了三个小时电视. Let's add some more context to this sentence. If we add a time reference, for example yesterday or 昨天 to the sentence, we can say 
我昨天看了三个小时电视 The sentence would be translated into English as I watched three hours of TV yesterday. In this sentence, le indicates that the can or watching action started and lasted for 三个小时 or three hours. Because we have the time reference 昨天 we know that the can or watching action must have started and ended. So in English, we would translate it as a simple past tense and say, I watched three hours of TV yesterday. That's 我昨天看了三个小时电视 Now let's imagine a different situation. Imagine that you are watching TV and your spouse came back home, saw you watching TV, and asked you, 你看了多长时间电视 In this case, that same Mandarin question would mean instead, How long have you been watching TV? Your answer could also be, 我看了三个小时电视 In this case, the English translation will be, I have been watching TV for three hours. In this situation, le again indicates that the can or watching action has started and again continued for three hours. But the difference with the first situation is, the watching action is still in progress. As such, in English, we translate it as the present perfect continuous tense. Since the can or watching action is relevant to the point of speaking, and the action is actually still in progress. That's 我看了三个小时电视 So just to recap, the two sentences we saw are 我昨天看了三个小时电视 or I watched three hours of TV yesterday. And 我看了三个小时电视 or I have been watching three hours of TV. Through these two examples, we can see that le can indicate that an action has started, and when followed by a time duration, can also indicate how long that action has lasted. However, we need to look at the context to determine if the action has actually ended or is still in progress. This is a very nuanced understanding of the use of the perfect aspect particle le, but it is a very important fact to note. A lot of Mandarin students assume that le is a particle to indicate the past tense, and that an action has occurred and is completed. When in fact, le actually indicates that the action has started or occurred, but may or may not be completed. Let's look at a couple of other examples. Let's look at the sentence. 你在上海住了多长时间 First, a reminder that 多长时间 is the question word for how long when asking about a period of time. In this sentence, 了 is modifying the verb 住 that is to live. From the question and context, it is clear that the 住 action has started. But it is actually not clear whether the action of living in Shanghai 
has actually ended. If you were still living in Shanghai when this question was asked, the question would be translated as, How long have you lived in Shanghai? But if you have already left Shanghai and you were then asked this question when you are back in your home country, the question would be translated as, How long did you live in Shanghai? So that's, 你在上海住了多长时间? 你在上海住了多长时间? And in both situations, let's say you lived in Shanghai for 10 years, you would say, 我在上海住了十年. This would be the same answer whether you have lived in Shanghai for 10 years or whether you lived in Shanghai for 10 years. That's 我在上海住了十年. 我在上海住了十年. Now let's mix things up a little bit by adding one more 了 at the end of this answer and say 我在上海住了十年了. This is an interesting sentence because we have two le in this sentence. The le at the end of the sentence is the change aspect particle le that we learned in lesson 21. And the le after the main verb zhu is the perfect aspect particle le that we learned in lesson 22. This sentence would translate into Chinglish as I have lived in Shanghai for 10 years now with the final le emphasizing that the event described by the sentence is still relevant to the present time. When we add the final le to the sentence, the sentence then clearly indicates that you are still living in Shanghai and should be translated with the present perfect tense as I have lived in Shanghai for 10 years. That's 我在上海住了十年了。我在上海住了十年了。Let's look at one more example. Let's look at the sentence 你学了几年汉语? Can you work out what that means? The question word 几年 means how many years? And the sentence means For how many years have you learned Mandarin? Or For how many years did you learn Mandarin? Again, without proper context, we can't really tell if you started to learn and then stopped learning Mandarin or if you started to learn and are still learning Mandarin. That's 你学了几年汉语。你学了几年汉语。Let's say you learned Mandarin for three years but have stopped. That is, you want to say, I learned Mandarin for three years. How would you say that in Mandarin? That's right, you would say, 我学了三年汉语。我学了三年汉语。我学了三年汉语。But if you started to learn Mandarin three years ago, and you are still learning Mandarin, you might want to say, I have already learned Mandarin for three years. 
How would you say that using a word we learned in lesson 21 for already? You would say, 我已经学了三年汉语了。Again, the final 了 makes it clear that the action that has started and has lasted for three years is still relevant to the present. That's 我已经学了三年汉语了。我已经学了三年汉语了。非常好。Let's move on to the second topic for this lesson. That is, we are going to learn how to talk about your age. If you're talking to an adult, from late teens to an age that is not much older than yourself, you can ask for the person's age by saying, 你今年多大? 今年 means this year. 多大 is the question word that literally means how big or in this case, more appropriately, how old. So literally, the sentence means, you, this year, how old? Or in better English, how old are you this year? 你今年多大? 你今年多大? Let's say you are 38 years old. Your answer could be, 我今年38岁。The key word here is 岁, which means years old. So that means, I'm 38 years old this year. 我今年38岁。我今年38岁。Note that for this set of sentences, we could put the change aspect particle 了 at the end of the sentences and say, 你今年多大了? And in reply, 我今年38岁了。For the question, the sense conveyed by 你今年多大了 hasn't changed very much from 你今年多大。The 了 just adds to the emphasis that age is something that is constantly changing and so the age you have become now is a new state. However, in the answer, 我今年38岁了。there could be an added sense of lamentation that you are already 38. But this exact sense needs to be understood from context as well. If you were talking to a child, probably less than 10 years old, the question you would ask instead will be, 你几岁了? Here, we use the question word 几 to ask literally, you how many years old already? Or, how old are you now? 你几岁了？你几岁了？And a child who is five years old will probably just say, 我今年五岁。我今年五岁。Or,我今年五岁了。A child putting 了 at the end of the answer probably is trying to convey the sense of pride that he is already 5 years old. So you can see that the implied meanings conveyed by the change aspect particle le is very much dependent on context. The final kind of situation is when you are asking a more elderly person their age. 
In this kind of situation, you would say, 您多大年纪了 The polite form of you, 您 is used because we are talking to an elderly person, and 年纪 is the word for age. Le is generally used in these questions to the elderly since it conveys a sense of achievement that they have reached a ripe old age. That's 您多大年纪了您多大年纪了 And if you were seventy-two years old, you could give a simple answer of 我七十二了 That translates to a simple. I'm seventy-two already. 我七十二了。我七十二了。If you would like to receive detailed lesson guides covering all the language that we've gone through in this lesson, you can sign up for our premium membership on our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. Great. Before we listen to this lesson's dialogue, let's just look at one more useful construction. This construction basically translates into a if-then kind of sentence. Let's look at an example to illustrate this. 周末有时间的话，我就去健身。This sentence means, if there's time on the weekend, then I'll go gym. If is conveyed by 的话 in the first part of the sentence. 周末有时间的话。And then is conveyed by 就 in the second part of the sentence. 我就去健身 This kind of sentence takes the structure of if A then B, or in Mandarin, A 的话就 B. That's 周末有时间的话，我就去健身周末有时间的话。我就去健身。Let's look at the second example. 想学好汉语的话，就得多听多说。Can you understand what that means? It means if you want to master Mandarin, then you must listen more and speak more. In the first part of the sentence. 学好 means literally to learn well, or in other words, to master. So, 想学好汉语的话 means if you want to master Mandarin. In the second part of the sentence, we have 多听多说 We saw this use of 多 in lesson twenty-two, where it means to do more of. So, in order to master Mandarin. It is imperative to 多听 that is, do more of 听 or listening, and 多说 that is, do more of 说 or speaking. So 就得多听多说 means then you must listen more and speak more. Let's practice saying this. 想学好汉语的话，就得多听多说。想学好汉语的话，就得多听多说。非常好。Just a reminder: in this free version of the podcast, 
we'll go through a summary of the dialogue after listening to it. If you would like a more in-depth explanation of the dialogue, we strongly encourage you to subscribe to our extended lessons where we'll explain all the new grammar points and vocabulary line by line to enhance your learning. Now let's listen to the dialogue. 实际上，除了到中国玩，我儿子也想在中国工作，所以有机会的话，我想让他去一两个面试。他多大了？在大学念的是什么？Adam今年二十九岁，本科念的是经济，毕业以后在伦敦的一家银行工作了四年，现在在
you can subscribe to our premium membership in which you will learn in-depth, line-by-line, the language used in the dialogue. To assist in your learning, there will also be a lesson guide detailing the grammar and vocabulary used, a practice podcast with our regular translation exercises, a vocab booster podcast to go through the additional vocabulary related to this lesson's topic, and conversation worksheets to consolidate all the new knowledge. Dim Sum Mandarin's methodology is simple. Once you have nailed down the key grammar points and the different variations in making your own sentences, you can expand your expressions with our vocabulary booster or pick up new vocabulary using other tools suited to your needs. The important thing that we stress is to always learn the language in context so that you will remember better. To find out more about our premium membership, head over to www.dimsummandarin.com Otherwise,谢谢大家下载并收听我们的播客 In the meantime, happy learning and 下次见! This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com.